Welcome to Explorations of the Heart and Soul, guided meditations by Australian Zen teacher Andrew Tutel. Find out more at ordinarymind.com.au. Andrew's Zen teachings are made possible by donations from people like you. So, let's settle into our posture. Sitting in the, uh, sitting straight. Finding that sense of stability, whether you're sitting on a chair or a cushion. Bringing our awareness into the body, our sense of embodiment. Becoming aware of the breath and the sounds. The sensations of tightness. Relaxing the shoulders. And please touch base with your posture throughout the meditation, throughout all your meditations. Be in touch with your posture, be aware of your posture. Allow your posture to guide you, to communicate to you. If your body starts to bend forward or if your head starts to droop, become aware of that and, and adjust your posture. Our posture supports our becoming aware. It's a very important part of our practice. So we're going to do a, a guided meditation for the first half an hour and then I'm going to open up into the witnessing period for 10 minutes at the end. Just slightly changed instructions for witnessing. So just remember to witness your experience in the first person present tense. In other words, you could say something like, and you can keep it very simple. It could be like, I am feeling warm, peaceful, at ease. Or you could simply drop the I am and just say, feeling at ease, feeling peaceful. You could say something like having the thought, nothing is happening. So just be careful of not saying something like, during the meditation, I experienced a strong resistance to being with the practice. That's going into conceptualizing and memory. 
So the basic instruction for the witnessing period is first person, present tense, and just keep it simple. And remember, you don't have to say anything at all. You can just maintain silence. It's totally optional, totally voluntary. So the topic for today's meditation is be before thinking. Be before thinking. Just going to read you a little quote from a very famous work by Dogen called Recommending Zazen to All People. <clears throat> so after you've adjusted your body and settled into your posture, he says this, now sit steadfastly and think not thinking. How do you think not thinking? Beyond thinking. This is the essential art of Zazen. Beyond thinking. Some people translate that as before thinking. So be before thinking. This is such a fundamental teaching in the Zen tradition, not just the Zen tradition. In the, uh, the Zen of Koan practice, the foundational Koan is Mu, case one of the, what's called the gateless barrier, the woman Koan. And the first paragraph of instruction in that koan is for the practice of Zen, it is imperative that you pass through the barrier set up by the ancestral teachers. For subtle realization, it is of the utmost importance that you cut off the mind road. If you do not pass the barrier of the ancestors, if you do not cut off the mine road, then you are a ghost clinging to bushes and grasses. So the other metaphor is the mind road. This doesn't necessarily mean we try and stop our thoughts or stop our feelings from arising. It simply means that we pay attention to when we're clinging to the bushes and grasses, the bushes and grasses being the thoughts and feelings and all the other experiences that we're having in Zazen.
notice how awareness of the the sounds and the sensations and the thoughts is always effortless, effortlessly arising moment by moment. But our practice is to break free from what we might call the natural attitude that we are inevitably caught in during our everyday life. The natural attitude or what some people call the default position. So the default position is that we are centered in our thoughts, which inevitably generate different kinds of experiences, some more problematic than others. So most of the time we're centered in our, what you might call our discriminating consciousness or our thinking mind. So in our practice, we're wanting to bracket that thinking mind to free ourselves from these habitual ways of being, living from concepts. If you remember the practice triangle, the left-hand side at the base of the triangle is where we always start. That's the default position. That's the identification with the conceptual self or the narrative self, our judgments about self and others, right and wrong, gain and loss. When we live in that conceptual world, we inevitably suffer. That's the world of samsara. We inevitably experience conflict and not peace, conflict within ourselves and conflict with others. So when Dogen says, be before thinking, this is not just an abstract instruction. It's absolutely essential to the Buddhist project of bringing suffering to an end, bringing violence to an end. Our normal identities, such as, for example, I am an Irish Catholic or I'm Irish Protestant. How many people suffer or even die for their identification with these conceptual selves, these identities, which in essence have no substantiality at all. But they have real and dire consequences. 
So what do we need to become more aware of being before thinking? First of all, curiosity. Be curious about your experience, moment by moment. Start to open up to all those experiences in the background that we normally are not aware of because of our centeredness in the conceptual thinking mind. We miss out on life because of our centering in the conceptual mind. Zazen provides us with the opportunity to break free from that. So be curious about sensations. Be curious about sounds. Be curious about all your senses. The fundamental Zen attitude to for curiosity is, what is this? That's our fundamental orientation. What is this? So behind your curiosity is that question, what is this? Be curious about that which we're not normally curious about. And the second thing we need is attention. Tension brings a quality of sharpness and clarity to our awareness. It's like the watts of a light bulb. The power of our attention level brightens our awareness and helps us to suspend the natural taken for, for granted attitude of everyday life. Attention is how we clean the mirror of awareness.
Now I just want to introduce you to three practices that were identified by a research scientist who was also a practicing Buddhist, Tibetan Buddhist, called Francisco Varela. Varela, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce this surname. These practices also fit with our practice um, triangle. So the three practices I'm going to introduce you to are suspension or suspending, redirecting, and letting go. Varela, apart from being a, a biologist, was also interested in phenomenology. And um, he took these, uh, this was his way of talking about what in phenomenology is called the epoche. How we stand back from the natural attitude and come to the direct experiencing, pure awareness of what we're experiencing. I've also added a couple more called resistance and returning at the end. So by suspension, we're basically talking about we're wanting to suspend the natural pull into the natural attitude. The natural attitude being that taken for granted construction of the world into a subject and an object, into a them and an us into an inside and an outside. You can even take this further and do your best to suspend our attachment to concepts and the conceptualization of, of objects, the appearances that we experience in our everyday life. So for example, even you could take a chair and bracket the concept chair. What do you experience when you do your best to suspend the concept of chair? Similarly with the body, that's a really good one to practice with. Suspend our natural identification with the conceptualization of the body when we're going to the direct experiencing of body as subjectivity. Body as concept is things like height, tall, short, size, shape, age, to bracket all those concepts. We are not those concepts. 
that whole thing of negation is very important in terms of suspending the natural attitude as well. I am not this, I am not that. We're negating the conceptual dualities that we are normally identified with. So in our practice, we're simply directly experiencing the sensations in body and dropping the concept, feeling this body as a field of sensations, merging into the general field of awareness. Just take a minute to notice how sensations of the body in the field of awareness merge into the field of awareness of the sounds that we're also experiencing. This is also the process whereby we free ourselves from the conceptualization of a inside and an outside. And in breaking free from the thinking mind, we're also breaking free from the search for meaning. Being before thinking is not about meanings, it's not about stories. And of course, neither is it goal-directed. Drop all goals, drop all sense of desire to attain something, to be somewhere. We're simply practicing and doing nothing and being nowhere. Dropping our usual habituated sense of having to be goal-directed. The whole habitual notion of grasping or directing outwards towards objects which we're interested in. The second practice is redirecting. We redirect away from our exteriorization or externalizing onto objects and we bend it backwards to become interested in the act of attention itself. What is the source of attention? experientially explore the source of your attention that's redirecting back inwardly redirecting back to awareness itself which is the knowing of all of our experiences awareness as the light which shines and discloses all appearances of being we redirect our attention to the source of attention itself. Just sit with that for a minute. And finally, from redirecting 
to our attention to the source of awareness. We can then move to the apex of the triangle, which is letting go. We simply rest as awareness and just allow whatever comes to come and go. Allow whatever comes to come and go, letting go of any grasping or holding, just letting everything flow and go. In traditional Buddhist meditation practice, we talk about shamatha, which is a often seen as a focusing on an object in order to suspend our default position of identifying with thoughts. We focus on an object like the breath. Once we have that stability, then we move to the passion, which is opening up into this letting go. There's also an intermediate in the middle there between the two. I want you to just try this. So shamatha, or concentration focus practice, is when you bring your attention to a single point. The passionate is moving into the openness where you actually experience your attention as diffusing or defocusing diffusing into the totality of global awareness, the 360 degrees panoramic awareness. And in the middle there, there's a, a practice I call, which is just using the word now as a kind of focus, but also letting it infuse. So I want you just to practice for a couple of minutes, just saying, Silently to yourself on the out breath, the word, just gently now, very lightly, just now. And as you're practicing now, silently on the out breath, notice how that's helping to focus your attention and at the same time, See if you can allow that now to totally infuse the whole totality of your experiencing. Everything you're experiencing is now. So use the word now to help you to settle and stabilize in that sense of now. Going to the bare experience, the naked awareness of the sounds and the sensations, letting the thoughts come and go, being before thoughts. Awareness is the knowing of being before thoughts. Rationality can only deliver a certain kind of conceptual knowledge like one plus one equals two. It cannot, rational or thoughts or thinking, cannot give you knowing of being 
Only awareness gives you knowing of being before thoughts. Finally, as we're doing this kind of practice, you will become aware of the resistance. The natural attitude, the default position, has a very powerful sense of attraction or gravity. It will pull you back incessantly into identifying with it. So, like we talked about last fortnight when Reese was given his guided meditation, as soon as you notice, become aware that you've actually been pulled back into the conceptualizing of the world, into the thinking mind, notice that and then return. Or do you, you return back to the cycle of suspending, redirecting and letting go. Letting go, just resting in pure awareness, resting as experience, resting in change, dwelling in no thingness. Awareness is not a thing. You can't see awareness or touch awareness. Awareness is the transcendent condition for all experience. We'll just segue into witnessing, witnessing your experience. You can continue to witness your experience in silence, or if you want to unmute yourself and just basically describe what you're experiencing in first person present tense, please feel free to do so. One of the most wonderful presentations in the word form of expressing our 
direct experiencing was Chao Chou's Mu. He simply went Mu. Don't try and figure out the meaning of that. It's not about the mind road. It's not about meaning at all. Be before thinking. Conscious of my consciousness. Allowing it all. Notice how consciousness is always conscious of consciousness. Wonder of wonders. You're doing very well. Silence indeed is the most perfect expression, perfect, most perfect presentation. 
allow the mountains and rivers to bring you home. Indeed, allow the, uh, the motor cars and the lawnmowers to bring you home. The washing machine. The call of nature. the sound of the gecko. Buzzing of the fly. The ripe fruit falling to the ground with a thud. Experiencing, experiencing experiencing no separation <laughs> 